passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. That's right. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Door Bumper Clear presented by Offerpad, and I am 40-year-old Freddie Kraft. Thanks, Jason. Richmond is in the books, and we are now two races away from the playoffs. Today, we'll cover Kyle Busch and Ty Gibbs' battle, who Ross Chastain got into this week, rising charter prices, and much, much more. Jason, let's roll. The best on the stand and the best in the booth. Stumbling the Monday to tell you the truth. Giving the opinions and breaking the rules. Good call to the holler to bring it to you. Casey, you pretty. Freddie, you fat. TJ, you suck. Brighton so bad. Jason is pacing. Got the plate in this race. And if someone don't crash and he's gonna go mad. Looking for Freddie, he's killing the bottle. Casey is making messes like a toddler. Tweet something stupid, then don't even bother. Brett's gonna block you like TJ is a spotter. See them online, throw FF in the chat. Tell Rick where to stay off the track. All of the podcasts are living in fear. This isn't the download, it's door bumper clear nah don't get it twisted baby this isn't the download nah this is door bumper clear there you go i like it hey everybody i'm tj majors spotter of the six cup car the one truck this weekend and uh freddie is chugging water freddie turned 40 brett griffin and he is showing it there's no way in hell he sees 41 (sighs) who me yeah Hold Who on. are you? I got to throw this out. What's up? Freddie Kraft. I spot for a living. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Casey? <laughs> Wait, who do you spot for? Who? Oh, that's a bad uh, question. You don't know right now. I got Bubba <laughs> and Kraus this week. I had. And did Bubba have any news last week? Uh, Bubba resigned. He did? Multi-year deal. Did you resign too? No. Nope. I think I'm getting fired. <laughs> I'm waiting on the Way too late. <laughs> I'm waiting on the negotiations to kick off. I think they should start today. I think you do an amazing let's job. Let's call at the Denny right now. Table. Let's FaceTime Danny and see if he wants to resign let's, me. The, let's the do it. The part is he would answer. Oh, and I know. Would that's really the worst part. <laughs> Freddie, Freddie, where is your phone? My phone's right here. Okay, give me your phone. Where's the FaceTime Danny? He's got his notes I don't on think there. it's a good idea. I, I, I need my notes. I wrote all my notes at 5.30 a.m. As drunk as I could possibly be. So I have, it's all going to be a surprise to me and the listeners what I say today. Well, now that we get to know. Anyways, hey, Jason. <laughs> hey, Jason Schultz here. Uh, me, Tyler Reddick, had a really bad race yesterday. So we're not going to talk about that. Tyler Reddick, did I? So I initially asked Tyler to come to Big Al's last night. That's a lie. I the, asked him. And no, in the garage. I asked him before the race. Oh, oh. I said, Are you coming to Big Al's? And he said, No, I don't think so. He says, I got Bo. Not going to make it. And then, like, in the middle of the race, I was going to text him, like, are you sure you don't need a drink? <laughs> <laughs> You're having the worst day ever. <laughs> Started off bad. 
Real early for Tyler. Yeah, who wrecked him off of four? Or did he wreck himself? I don't know. Well, he wrecked. He did. He just spun. He, he half did. spun. He half spun. Yeah, and Saved just kept it. on going. He, he, re- he was in a wreck. He just didn't hit anything. I'm honestly impressed. Well, actually, he hit somebody, or somebody hit him. Did he? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh I don't know. Turned, they were three wide for 40th, and he wrecked. So you already know the answer to the question. Yeah, you're I, don't, I don't know who wrecked him, though. It was behind me. It's the only time all year That's I've the first said time somebody's been behind you. The, the only time all year I've said spin it, behind if you. If it was behind you, it was behind me and Freddie <laughs> at that point. <laughs> spin behind you. Congratulations. You finally aren't oh, last. Oh, that's He had a bad qualifying effort, too, though. So, Well. No, he did not. No, he had a, he had a bad group effort. If you were in group one, <laughs> you were screwed. I mean, if you were in group one and qualified I mean, six, you, you could, were doomed. You could not be in a worse group than group one on Saturday. I mean, Blaney made it out, didn't he? The guys that made it out were okay, but the guy that was sixth in Group A, oh yeah, was twenty first yeah. on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. There is nothing more screwed up than being in Group One at Richmond. Group A, you're done. I don't understand that, that's a, that track Why is, is so that? sensitive. The track because TV because TV thinks it's a good show. Hey, here's what I love: uh, somebody in the higher ups is going to tell you we're doing two groups and we're doing this. T- uh, dual group qualifying session because it's great for TV. Tell me one race fan in America that thinks it's a good idea to have multiple rounds of qualifying. Find me one. Jason well, probably likes F1 it. F1 doesn't. It's entertaining. <laughs> it's stupid. The fastest car in the first session should be on the pole. We shouldn't even go to a second session. Okay. Everyone tweet Brett whether he's wrong or right. Let us know. Pole. But if you don't, oh, if God. you're going to do go. I'm just saying, if you're, only, if you're going to have only one qualifying session, you need to only have one practice session, too, though. I agree with you. And you need some sort of this. break, though, How too. How can we put 40 Xfinity cars out there at the same time, but we can't put 40 Cup cars out there at the same time? We got to split up the, We got to split them up in a group of 18. I just think if you do it all at once, you got to have a little bit of a break, too. But because we can also, here, here's my favorite thing, like two minutes before Xfinity practice starts, we run all the Xfinity cars down to the end of pit road, so it's a complete shit show when we go green. But the Cup guys, <laughs> they just stay in the box until the green comes out, and then they take off, and it's not as bad. <laughs> like, yeah, and the thing about it is, okay, all right, leave the middle lane open. Yeah, nah, not today. Yeah. I mean, somebody goes down there. I love it when they go, okay, just so you guys know, the right lane is leaving first, and Noah is the first guy in the every left lane week. every time, and he t- takes right off. And <laughs> there is no repercussions <laughs> for disobeying what they say. So uh, two rounds of qualifying is stupid. Yeah, I'm all for one, but I'm just saying you got to have a break because if you are the first car out, like if you- every, every person that knows anything about racing that listens to this podcast is going to agree two rounds of qualifying is stupid. I'm still trying to read my notes. Hold on. Can we take an hour break so I can read what I wrote down here? <laughs> what's your first what's your first line <sighs> my first note was brett question mark tie question mark i don't no, know no, what no, the was hell dale, that dale ticks t- no that, that was, was his. that's my first oh, note that was my yours. first note is carson dale ticks too <laughs> and i don't even know what that means <laughs> and i spelled ticks t-i-x it's pronounced tiktok but, but oh that's what it is <laughs> it's carson dale tiktok and i was too drunk to spell tiktok right it's you just, just abbreviated it. You were too six smart. That's, That's supposed to be TikTok, not TikTok. Six two. letters is a What's lot. What's the second note? Uh, got cloudy. Some cars went to. <laughs> <laughs> That's, is that true, TJ? Freddie, what's your second note? Uh, <laughs> my second note is Doug running airport. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha 
Doug runs the airport? <laughs> I guess. Oh my he God. did last night. Jeez, oh man. <laughs> like, I, I, I scanned it, like, scrolled Brett's notes there. They I've are, only got two, though. Yeah. That's all the notes. The rest of them are old. The rest of because one next one was electric cars. So. Yeah, the rest of them are old. <laughs> Oh I've gosh. got a lot of, I'm going to be honest, I've got a lot of notes and I don't know what a f- one of them says. What, is du- what does Doug do at the airport, Freddy? Uh, he runs the airport, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> did he get fired from spotting? We're going to all get fired from the show. Did Doug get, did he get served well last night? Uh, I want to get things started, but this is so <laughs> Let's go and just see what happens. Okay, all right. <laughs> let's, let's see how this goes. Oh. Kevin Harvick gets his. Well, I think we should do, um. <laughs> Oh, Kevin Harvick. I don't know. Maybe I'm I drunk mean, too. Yeah, Jason, she's, she's recapping the race. I'm literally trying to start the show. It's all right. It's not all right? No, no. Should I'm sure Jason's going to be about Kevin Harvick because he well, picked we, Kevin Harvick. Yeah, yeah, I was supposed to pick him. 60th win. 60? 60th. Wow. Yes. Isn't that impressive? That is impressive. Back to back wins. Who would have thought he'd have back to back wins? I feel like some playoff drivers are a little concerned leading into. Uh, well, the playoffs. Harvick's like that. <laughs> Some playoff drivers are concerned going into the playoff. This may not be our best show. I don't. I don't uh, like our chances what do you today. Think our worst show is uh, this one. This I've one. I've had myself a weekend too. <laughs> this All one right. For sure. Anyways, anyways, how was Richmond for you guys outside of well after the post we party? <laughs> Brett didn't show up until the race started. Why is that? I know, he didn't show up till Sunday. I took a day off on Saturday. I have the best boss in the world, Chris Rice. I asked for a day off, and I got one. What do you do during the week? Nothing. I do absolutely nothing. So why did you need a day off? I only work like seven jobs. So you <laughs> so I, I wanted a day off from one of them. You ditched Daniel. I, I, no, Daniel was no, off. Daniel, Xfinity was there off. There wasn't an Xfinity race this There was week. no oh, Xfinity yeah, race. Right. Oh, and, and Brett ain't doing no truck. <laughs> a <I know>. truck. <laughs> you mentioned truck. I, I wish Jason would not bleep this out. A truck. I will never <laughs> spot another truck race. Right, Although Justin Haley convinced me last night that he had convinced me earlier in my life to spot an ARCA car when he ran it. He was he, very Does mistaken. he realize you were not going to do there that? There is no <laughs> chance I'm spotting an ARCA car either. Jason took his pen out as soon as you said trucks, and he knew you were going to say he picked his pen up to write down I the time. I truly love truck racing. I enjoy watching, you love watching truck, truck racing. racing. I will not spot a truck it's not going to happen get paid 250 dollars for 250 dollars i'll pay him 250 dollars for me not to spot the if truck any truck driver if any drivers are looking for a spotter for the truck series i could use the money so please let, tell me you, know. let me tell this story one time brett quit the last time brett spotted a truck he quit the truck series mid-race he I'm, we're racing. It's in the middle of the race. I won't say who it was. Martinsville, Virginia. Martinsville, Virginia. Why he's not just stand, say who it is? He's I mean, standing who, next to me. Uh, I don't know, four or five years ago. What truck, what truck number? 13, right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so he looks at me and goes, hey, proofread this and make sure I haven't left anything out. And I'm, it's under caution. I go, I'm, it's like, basically it's like, you. I'm not spotting this truck series. I was like, yeah, I guess you've nailed it. I don't know. Are, are you going to send that? Boop. Hit the button, sent it right then, and that was the last truck race Brett ever did. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Why? Y'all can keep your, your money that you can't afford to pay me to start with. Why? I'll take it. You can Why'd have you quit? It. Why'd you quit? Because it's stupid. <laughs> okay. Stupid. What they pay versus what you do to babysit them idiots, it's not enough money. 
I agree. Like, I don't if get I spotted for Carson Hosovar right now, I would pin his tall six foot one skinny ass up against the wall and be like, stop wrecking mother. Okay. On that note. <laughs> so Richmond. At least he dressed like a pimp. He dressed like a idiot. I'm sorry for all the F-bomb shit. Hey, so I'm going to hey. clean it up. I'm not going to say another this, curse word. This is going to be... We'll, let's start over. Three, this. two, one. There will not hey be guys, another cuss I'm word. TJ Major. I swap. <laughs> the rest of the show, no cuss words. That's okay. You owe me $100 if you swear. Oh, God. No, that's not going to... Bro, what's the first word that rhymes a truck that comes to your mind? <laughs> Gluck. <laughs> Jeff Gluck. Next Who is word. coming on our yeah, show no, yeah. after Martinsville? Monday. I hate to preview. I hate to say something this far in advance because I may not make it to Martinsville. But Monday after Martinsville, Did Jeff Gluck is, is going to be on the show. that we had him on last yeah. year? So this is going to be his annual. So I hate like, to sell him out right here, but I'm going to sell him out. Do you know what he said to me when I said, hey, man. Can uh, I please be you, on DBZ? No, when are you going to be in town? <laughs> Love to have you. He said, this is probably my favorite thing I do all year. Coming on here? Yeah. What a guy. What a poor, he didn't have a life. We got, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. We got his Jeez. profile picture last year when we started. That or picture, a header picture. That picture, a header, whatever it is. That picture when we started uh, talking about our friend Kyle. Yeah. And the look on his face when he was like, what the f- is going yeah. on around here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would be giving he you was, that He was there right for now. the Kyle Bush skit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, legend. Yeah. What's Kyle? No. Uh, what hell, it might be another. It wasn't a skit. It wasn't a skit. It, it wasn't a skit. We were generally. I brought a helmet from I can't home. Say generally. I can't say genuinely yes. right now. I, I brought a helmet <laughs> from home. It was a skit. Oh, that's right. Your cheeks were It was a premeditated. <laughs> we were foreshadowing his next ride, that skit. Yeah. Should we try that again? You know what it is? <laughs> Brett does. He won't tell anybody. I'm not telling anybody anything today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think let's just get started. Let's Are we? Have we started yet? No. Do we'll we start have now. anything else I'm to talk Freddy about? I'm Freddie Kraft, Spider <laughs> I have no notes. Carson Dale ticks two. Ticks two. Follow Dirty Mo Media on I TikTok. I can't believe I misspelled TikTok. I can. I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's just Can we do like a best of DVC and just leave right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just rerun last week. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you uh, Kevin and, uh, Harvick won? Somebody won the truck race. Thanks for coming. Since Appreciate the three Stooges here have all Dirty Mo racing shirts on and all of them covered, why don't y'all come over At here? At least they wore different ones. I know they're all the all the the whole selection, man. Where so Al- we lose Alex. Alex he ate quit. his biscuit and left. He said <laughs> oh, over there. Are we not on TV this week? I mean, there's no monitors. I feel like there's nothing going on. I think on they here. knew what was coming. And good. <laughs> I don't need to be on TV right now. <laughs> Happy birthday, Freddie. Thanks. Yeah. I just can't wait till. When we can afford air conditioning in the studio. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I just give up on the BS section. Let's head into Spot On, Spot Off. And before we do, let's hear a little bit more about our incredible presenting sponsor who puts up with a lot, OfferPad. Are you looking to buy or sell your home? Well, we know people that can help you out. Our friends at OfferPad make the home selling process easier than ever before. And it doesn't take much effort to get started. Start by logging on to OfferPad.com and fill out a form about your home. It'll take less than five minutes to complete. After answering some basic questions about your home, OfferPad's real estate experts will get to work on your cash offer. OfferPad will send you that cash offer to your inbox within 24 hours. Then it's up to you on what you want to do next. But I have a feeling you'll want to take that cash offer immediately. If you need to make a move fast, OfferPad can get that done. You can sell without listing. There are no showings and you pick your own closing day. 
Plus, if you're moving locally, a free local move is included. Now is the time to sell your home and do it with OfferPad. OfferPad has markets across the U.S., including in a lot of cities that we race in, so you'll always be close to a racetrack. When asked where you heard about OfferPad, select the NASCAR option so they know we sent you. Spot on, spot off. It goes like this. Spot on means you agree. I'm spot on. Are you joking me? He's lost his mind. Oh, and by the way, no one ever seems to agree. And then spot off means you disagree. Spot off. Oh, here we f***ing go. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But if you're TJ... Um... Uh... Uh... There's only one correct answer. I don't know. It's time for Spot On, Spot Off. First topic, Kyle Busch sends Ty Gibbs up the track in turn one and Gibbs repays the favor in turn three while battling for 15th in stage two. Freddie, since you are on top of your game today, spot on, spot off. Uh, Spot on, I thought. Like, Ty, we already know Ty is not afraid to put the bumper to somebody. Uh, and the fact that they raced their asses off for about 10 laps, really. It started off, KB moved him, Ty went down to the next corner and moved Kyle back, and then they raced side-by-side side for a Kyle while. Kyle moved Kyle? No, yeah, Ty moved Kyle back. Listen. Sorry, that's what his note said. <laughs> my note said Ty, Kyle moved Kyle. My note said Kyle moved KB. <laughs> Uh, go home. Geez, uh, let's try this again. You guys go. I don't think. Uh, I mean, I'm spot on for giving it back. This is we're not. I told you we should skip spot on, spot off. I absolutely told you we should we skip it. Straight to DBC picks. We should just go shaking. Let's start one idiot right now. Yeah, let's just. I mean, what an idiot could probably be a, a 30 minute segment right now. <laughs> At least yeah, I was. I was actually I watching this. this. I was watching this live. Do you? And when I saw Kyle move him. I was like, wow, he moved him. And I didn't think anything of it. And then the very next corner, Ty didn't move him. He punted him. And I was like, wow, here's what a guy does when he knows he's taking your ride. Oh. So I didn't see it. I saw a replay of it. Somebody had put it on the internet. And I, I mean, they got Ty kind of crowded Kyle into one, like, which you're short tracking. You kind of do that. And Kyle wasn't giving it up. And they hit. And Ty went up the hill. He got it pointed down the straightaway and drove her off into three a little deep. And I think he just got in hot. You think? I yeah, think that's he, how he, he definitely did not mean to do that. A bit. Yeah, hundred percent. There, there's zero chance that Ty meant to hit that car. <laughs> yeah, zero, hundred percent, ten in front of a zero. But if my name's on the building, it says Joe Gibbs Racing. I probably race with a little bit of swag too. Listen, you raise people. We say on here a lot. You raise people the way they raise you. If, if he, he don't, he doesn't. Didn't wasn't he just on the Zeal Junior download and he said that Kyle was giving him some pointers? Like no, not that to, don't matter. Not to flip the bird. Yeah, he and, gave him a pointer in a one. <laughs> <laughs> he got him pointed. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, you could tell is dedicated as Ty was to getting pointed. You could see when that car came off the corner what was coming. And then when you, you see in the three, you see that gap close up. You're like, Oh, he's, he's going to hit it. him. Oh yeah. You know when they're going for it. Oh, so. You can tell when they, when they bomb it in there, it's like, Oh, oh yeah. boy, here we go. Yep. But we see guys get moved all the time and they don't do anything. This guy just got here and he's already like, screw you. You ain't going to hit me. 
I appreciate that. I just laughed even yeah. when they were side by side. Like I'm, la- I was literally going to say something about it. Like, do you think he's mad yet? Because Ty, like Kyle had caught Ty, moved them, and then they got back. You know, start messing with each other, and then but like Ty just stayed outside of him for about five laps yeah, more and just five. raced the ass, like, race his ass. Did off. he race others like that as well? Though? Probably. Not, not like he did, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> and I was, I, I was be like, is he mad yet? You think he's, he's mad yet? So you're foreshadowing. <laughs> when we got to Big Al's last night, I asked Freddie as if he were wa- home watching on TV. I was like, hey, uh, <laughs> do you think they showed the Ty and Kyle thing like when they hit each other on TV? Freddie's like, I don't know. I was spotting. But it was awesome in person, so I'm glad to know they showed it because if Jason put it on the show sheet, obviously they showed it. And it was probably a 15-lap battle. They were, it felt like 15 laps. It was awesome. Good racing. Best Richmond race I've seen in a long time. Contact between Ross Chastain and Kyle Busch sends Bush around and post-race, he says, we got Chastain's this week. We were his victim this week. Oh, Brett, spot on, spot off. The Ross Chastain, I don't give a tour continues. I've got two sets of This was a brand. I didn't, I didn't me? mean to cuss. Can you pay me for this? No. You ask for you money a lot. Jason need needs it. money. You don't need it. You got on golden goosey shoes. You drive a big old Audi A5. You don't need money. What do you drive out there? What I just noticed was I have two sets of notes for the same topic, and it's not this one. <laughs> oh, which topic? <laughs> the next gen one. <laughs> Look, man, I, I truly believe this. Ross Chastain is arguably week in and week out, everywhere we go, road course, um, we'll call it plate racing, even though we don't run a plate anymore. Wherever we go, this guy has an abundant amount of speed. Qualified on the front row, was close to his first Cup Series pole. Um, God, there's no way in hell these other guys on the racetrack let him win a championship. There's no way. Not not based on how much he wrecks everybody. I mean, he causes almost a wreck every single week. At least one out of two weeks. Who causes more wrecks than Ross Chastain right now, TJ? Uh, nobody. Nobody. I mean, ca- as far as like racing. Causes wrecks. With fast cars, nobody. It's On the roof, it's like, was that, we all like, we wait, see a replay, and then we all look at each other and go, was that, was that Ross again? Did Ross get that yeah. guy? You know, like, even if it wasn't really, like, I don't know that this was 100% Ross's fault. Like, I, there's somebody shipped, I think it was Ty Dillon shipped yeah, it in I don't there think they're trying to hit him. You but know it, what I mean? it's like, it don't matter. Like, Who was in Ty Dillon's car yesterday? <laughs> Lewis Hamilton, I think it was. Damn. Where'd he come from? <laughs> that high lane? Probably the UK. <laughs> the high side? <laughs> I mean, that guy was... Fast. I was just glad this week. He's never been that fast in a cup car. I was just glad this week that Ross Chastain admitted that he should have lifted last week instead of wrecking with Christopher Bell, like you argued with me oh, about. So you're, you're, you think Ross caused a wreck again last well, week? I'm just saying he gave an interview this week where he said, I should have lifted and not brought a caution out. What should he have done mm, at Richmond? No. Uh, I still don't think it was his fault at Richmond. No. I mean, it was still the Ross Chastain don't give a Tour, but TJ, do you still uh, think no, it's his fault? Uh, yeah, huh, no, I think it's Chris Bell's fault last week. You got a guy coming with tires and you're switching lanes in front of him. Get the hell out of the damn way. All right. Well. Well, if that's what you think. I'm just <laughs> telling you what Ross if said. If he apologized for it, it's his fault. I'm I just telling you, you what Ross said, not me. Ross, the guy that was driving the car. Ross. That Maybe guy. he's uh, planning ahead. Maybe. Maybe he's trying to wreck somebody else next week. Maybe he's trying to get back on the good side. Well, you <laughs> said, me, he, you said me, he didn't wreck anybody this week. Ross Crash Tane 
needs to stop. Okay? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Keep going, Ross. He's going to hit you, and then you're going to be really mad. Well, then I'll the change show. my story. <laughs> Until then, I've seen you do it. Until that point, I'm going with it. This is going to be a like a 40 minute show. At yeah, the rate real we're quick. At. <laughs> for you, honestly, notes. Mike Davis, if you're listening, I deserve a raise. I think what? at this point, they're paying you to do this. You get paid. <laughs> you shouldn't. I need to get paid, and I deserve a raise. TJ, this next you one is for up. you uh, because what is it? Freddie has two Let separate my, notes. No, this is the notes I got for it. <laughs> but two. actually, what I just realized was I just titled that note wrong. It was about Ross, but okay. it just said next year. <laughs> Should we just go to the next one while we're on that topic with Kyle? I mean, geez. I wanted to break up the Kyle Bush show a little bit and spot on, spot off. Oh, to I'll, it. Bet, I'll bet just, you did. Still got that infatuation. He oh, does. He'll bring He's it. the only one that made in Richmond interesting. I thought it was a good race. I don't think a lot of people agreed with you. Uh, wow. It TJ, was better than, uh, compared to like what ahead. Richmond used to be. Yeah. TJ, the next gen cars performance at short tracks heading into the playoffs. Spot on, spot off. I thought that was a better race than the spring race. And as wide as that track got, made it very interesting at times. Uh, that's the widest I've seen Richmond in a long time. I. I told Bubba, I was like, uh, Bell's running the third dash, the second dash. And then yeah. I was like, actually, he just drove by five guys on the second dash. So you might want to try to get up there. Yeah. I, I, when I was explaining, like, you're, it's going to be hard to describe this, but literally they're running almost all the way to the wall, mid, mid pack. It, it, it was like 47 started doing it first and he gained a few spots. And then, then Bell started doing it. And then the entire middle part of the field was doing that. And for like 20, 30 laps, they were all over the racetrack back there. And I'm like, who's, I don't know who's fast or who's not. There's so many different lines going on back here. But then I noticed a lot of them guys faded pretty hard that late that run, but the track was probably really green up there. So they used up their stuff, but it set up the high side for, you know, decent speed later in the race. So, um, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good race. There was lots of different lines. We weren't line locked to the bottom. Uh, we weren't searching for the, the, uh, the PJ or whatever it is. Um, we weren't searching for the, the resin or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, see, so you're just naturally finding grooves around the track, which I like. Um, Ty Dillon ain't passed that many cars in his career. He passed more cars in stage one yesterday to your point, then he's probably passing his career. Like he got up top, him and Ricky Stenhouse were the first two I saw up there and they were flying. And it's like when you got in that 25 second bracket, that's when that top really came to life. It reminded me of when we would put the sealer on Richmond. And and as you went on through the night, obviously we're not night racing during the day. That's stating something obvious. But we were, uh, we were able to move around. It's been a long time since I've seen Richmond widen out like that. When it's right around the bottom – it's miserable to, to race on, and it's miserable to spot on. I thought going into yesterday that Richmond International Raceway or whatever they call it these days was not deserving of two dates anymore. I was like, man, we need one time because the spring was packed. Yesterday was not packed. I'm like, man, we don't need two races here anymore. But the fan experience they've got going on inside is really cool. And I thought it was a great – honest God, for Richmond, like I thought it was one of the best Richmond races we've seen in a very long time. It was good. My my concern is everybody equates Richmond to Phoenix. Like you you try stuff at Richmond because you know you're going to Phoenix, and it wasn't a. I didn't think it was a great race. I mean, obviously it was hard to pass, and and guys, it, it was basically. I loved the. If you're a NASCAR or racing purist, the reason why there's passing is because of different. 
pitch strategy. strategy yes. Guys are guys are on different tires here and there, so they're coming and going. Like Phoenix, if you're going to equate that, there's no there's no fall off at Phoenix. So the racing is is going to suffer there. But you know, I thought it was interesting yesterday. Like there was there was a couple guys. I think it was like the 47, the 48, the 99. Them guys tried like a different strategy, didn't work out for them. But if like if they caught a caution right, it was going to work out for them eventually. Uh, but it was like just how Bell had and a I shot. Think, yeah, I think Denny. Like, chalk this up. Danny will tell you this is like his, whatever it is, 43rd race. Him and Gabehart should have won because they were ahead of Bell. Like, they pitted, like, I don't know, what, 20, 30 car lengths ahead of Bell, came out behind him, and Bell ended up on the fours bumper at the finish line on the same, like, they pitted like a lap or two apart from each other. So, like, the, the I like a race like that where, like, you guys kind of get off a strategy and then, like, pit 10, 15 laps apart. And the tire fall off was great, I thought. The truck race kind of the tu- the truck race kind of suffered because everybody just fell off together. Like it was like we all we had tire fall off. The tires were falling off like we wanted, but unfortunately, like it didn't seem to matter if you saved your stuff or like it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know if just it was kind of fell off. Yeah, I don't know if it was quite enough. So you know, but last yesterday you could notice a difference. Like you saw Bell and and Denny at the end of the race, they pitted I don't know ten laps after Harvick, but that, it made a huge difference. And I mean, if the if the start finish line was on the backstretch yesterday, Christopher Bell would have won the race. Gabe Hart deleted a tweet. Did he? Oh, a hundred percent. Because yesterday, a fan had tweeted basically questioning the 11's pit strategy under green. And Jim Utter retweeted and said, makes no sense. And Gabe, Gabe Hart retweeted that. And he said, that's why I get paid to make pit calls and you get paid to tweet about it. And it's gone. No way. I saw it. That definitely happened. It happened. Hold but on. it's gone. I was going to pull it up and I was going to give Gabe Hart credit for it because I thought it was actually awesome. But it's gone. His last tweet was in... August 4th. No, you could. It's probably in the replies. Yep, actually, it's in the replies. Okay, okay. What do but, I click on? Uh, tweets well, and replies. That's why I get paid to make these pick calls and you get made to tweet about them. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and look, I love sports media. I truly do. But I also love the fact it, Twitter is we get to read everybody's text messages. That's what Twitter is. And I thought that was uh, awesome. Yeah, the, no, you're right. There it and is. And they literally, if they would have, if they would have had a. I should have known Gabe Hart wouldn't delete anything. Sol, yeah, he wasn't deleting Because he's the man. He, if they would have had a decent pit stop, the 11 would have won the race yesterday. Yeah. Like, not yeah. even a great pit stop. They he give just, away a lot of stuff. They they got, I think, I forget, I don't know how many races they've won, maybe 16 of the, I think they got like 130 starts together. I, I think if I were a driver, I would pick Chris Gabart to be my crew chief right now. I think Hand he's. pick him? Yeah, I would. I, I think he's the guy. The cars are fast. I mean, they were sitting outside of the playoffs and didn't panic, and then bam, 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 start rattling off wins. They're up to like 12th in points now. They yeah. were right in they front of 30th. us. 30th. They were right in front of us yeah. last week or two weeks ago. They yeah. were like 20th. Yeah. And now they're 12th. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that, though. We said it would happen. Oh, well, I mean, I mean he's t- not a 20th place Tell caller. me a crew chief you would rather have over Chris K. Bart. Right now, Rodney Childers. There's <laughs> <laughs> one two in a row. <laughs> Okay, this next one is back to the Kyle Busch show. Kyle Busch has asked if there is a strategy to get Martin Trex Jr. in the playoffs and says, that's a bad question. We're at Richmond. I have an itch. <laughs> <laughs> spot on, spot off, Freddie. Brett, this is yeah, my I Brett mean, Ty. I, this is, I think this is my Brett Ty Brett topic. Ty question? It wasn't Ty Gears. I thought it was Ty Gears, but I just realized it's Ty Norris. <laughs> is it hot in there? Are you itchy? Is your I arm itchy? Hi. 
spotted a great race at Richmond that night. Followed right, followed all your commands, too. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I didn't have any commands. Let, let me ask you a question, and you might not be able to answer this without <laughs> getting suspended. <laughs> Brett's like, I'm dying. Was there... What's Denny's fire, uh, fireball break, bathroom break? Was there talk about this before Richmond? <clears throat> not, not, not to me. Okay. That's that, that, the question, like, because, like, a lot of times if we have code words or something like that, hey, here's we, what people we need to talk about. It. If there was a, <coughs> he's I'm already dying. choking. <laughs> the, these conversations are way above pay grades. I mean, I mean, literally, Casey asked a question on here, I think to Denny or somebody did about, or last week, it was about team orders to get uh, Truex in the playoffs. Like every That's what organization, the about, actually, every organization wants what's best for that organization. Well, if you're Michael Walter Racing at the time, you want two cars in the playoffs or or one. You want two, so you call your race accordingly. I think what um, what what transpired there. I don't. I don't think Clint did. I mean, you guys are going to get pissed off of this. I don't think Clint Boyer did anything wrong. Why is that? Because I've seen people wreck on purpose for 40 years of my life. God damn it. I just lost $100. <laughs> it should be 200 I am a man of my word, Jason. I do pay when I lose bets. I There's see another 100 Can you just... Casey, go buy some more Golden Goosey shoes. All right. But I've seen... Dale Jr. admitted to wrecking on purpose at Bristol. When a driver wrecks another driver on purpose, it is intentionally bringing out a caution. Okay? A caution. A caution. <laughs> I will stand on my grave. I guess I won't be able to do that. I wouldn't do that. But it sounds like a hell of an idea. My ghost will stand on my grave and say, Clint Boyer did not do anything wrong at Richmond. Where Michael Waltrip Racing royally f***ed up. I'm not paying you 200 Jason. Where they royally f***ed up was the radio chatter between the spotter slash team owner slash general manager and Brian Vickers, which was publicly displayed of pit. Well, I don't want to pit. Okay, well, you're going to pit. I don't want to pit. I'm good. No, no, no. You're going to pit because we need this and this and this to happen. That's where you screwed up. Okay, so I don't know if Clint Boyer wrecked on purpose. I'm not driving a race car. I can tell you when he wrecked, I was not looking at him. I was looking in turn one and I heard a car wreck and I looked and Jeff Dickerson was filling in for my friend TJ Majors that weekend. You weren't even there. You weren't there. I thought I was there. Nah, you wasn't there. What year was this? 13. Whatever year you had intestinal problems. <laughs> Are you sure it okay, wasn't before that? You were not at Richmond. <clears throat> I'm September 2013. I walked down there. Jeff Dickerson came oh, down there. He doesn't even know yet. when he's here or not. That's right. You're supposed to be the sun. I was watching it. You were watching yeah. it. I'm sure. So I go down there. I actually, Jeff Dickerson walked down to me and he was like, hey, what happened? I was like, I don't know. Did you hit me? Because again, <laughs> I wasn't watching. I mean, we're always watching. I watched my car 25% in front of me. My car, I was looking into turn one. I heard a car wreck. I looked down. It was me, and I'm like, damn. So I asked Dickerson, did you hit me? And he's like, no. Nah. Did you not think it was weird when somebody's on your radio going, is it hot in there? That ain't what he said. He said, is your arm itchy? Clint legitimately had poison ivy all over his body. Oh, like that, sure. and, and that was my thing, too. Like, if when he got post-race, if he had taken his fire suit off and tied it around his belt like they do all the time, he was covered in poison ivy. That's probably why that was the code word. 
<laughs> I don't know if there was a code word. I didn't see a code word. I, I mean, it was for you. There was a code word. You hear it. Was that a 400 lap race? Well, ideally, yeah. Yeah, ideally, he made it, like it was also the, the, the race where Jeff Gordon did something just as whatever absurd in, in the middle of the race, too. Like him and Jimmy Johnson had this game going on trying to get Jeff in. Like, listen, the reality is people are trying to maximize their opportunity individually. And then as a team, they're also trying to maximize their opportunity. And that's what. Michael Walter Racing was probably found guilty of. That's why they got $300,000 worth of fines. I mean, they were basically put mm. out of business. They were put out of business. I agree with you there. $300,000. That was the same as the there. death penalty. That, that's when Napa raised their hand and said, hey, we're leaving. And it was SMU football back in the 80s or 90s, whatever it was, when SMU got the death penalty. I mean, it was, it was the same thing. So, um, But again, I will go to my grave saying Clint Boyd didn't do anything wrong. Okay. Uh, he going, back he to, going back to Truex and like trying to help him. What I, my ideal situation at Daytona is Bubba and Truex are side by side off of four, and the 11's coming with a run. Where does the 11 go? He's an idiot if he don't push Bubba. We talked about it last week. Who would you rather have in the chase? Would you rather race Martin for championship or Bubba? Where would Joe Gibbs expect Danny to go? I would think he would expect him to go for Bubba either way. I, I, would I don't think so. I think he, he would hope your, he went he would, for Joe would, wants his cars in. Joe wants his cars in, I'm sure. Should call him, ask him. Let's call him. <laughs> I don't think. Does anybody have Joe Gibbs' phone number? I think he's that guy that calls from a block number all the time. It's he, him or Robert I have Penske. heard he does do that. Um, yeah, if you get a call from a block number, and it could be like 2 in the morning, you better answer. I, I, still, don't have, I, I still think you need to call. Did he call me last night? <laughs> all chance. I still think you need to call Denny. Uh, Brett, this one is for you. That, that, guy, that guy has a phone number. The other guy don't. He does. Yeah. Are you done? Yep. This one's for you. Carson Hosovar makes contact with and sends Nick Leitz. So sorry if I got that wrong. Who? Around in the truck race as Hosovar has now caused two wrecks in two playoff races. Brett, spot on, spot off. Uh, I'm spot off. Um, According to what I was, I, listen, I had to turn the truck race off. I was so bored. I will be the first person to admit that. I watched stage one. I went to the Yankees-Boston uh, Red Sox game for baseball. I turned back in stage three. I couldn't take it anymore because there was no passing, no wrecking, no nothing. But according to my good friends who told me the story, Carson uh, Hosovar, who wears the hideous hats like LeBron James wears, uh, caused a wreck on purpose to stay on the lead lap. So I'm not, I'm not for that, man. I'm out. I don't. I don't understand. He got rewarded for this essentially. Like he, yeah, he slipped up off a of four. I think I, I'm assuming Chandler was leading. Chandler gets underneath him, and he goes in there and wrecks this poor guy who I don't know how to say his name either because I never heard of him. But uh, and the guy didn't do anything wrong. He's yeah, just in the like he's. I mean, he's a lap down. He's just kind of hanging out. And, and he was running way and, up high out of the way. Yeah, and <laughs> Carson not only wrecks him, but as he wrecks him, he follows him to the wall. Like he turns him. Follows him to the wall. So now they, the leader's gone. Like, the leader's 10, 15 car lengths ahead of him. And NASCAR's like, oh, uh, off the loop data, the 42's back on the lead lap. I'm like, oh. So, 
Okay. Like so, if you, so if, what is the difference, Freddie, between this is the question you're going to ask me that I was just going to talk about? What is the difference between him wrecking that guy intentionally to bring out a caution and you allegedly thinking that Clint Boyer wrecked on purpose at Richmond? No, that's a different question. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere else because here's what here's what I was going to get at was if you're the lucky dog. So if they're if they if you move these two trucks back ten feet and put them behind the leader into turn one, and Carson's the first, because the other guy was, I don't know, multiple laps down, and Carson turns that guy behind the leader, guess what he doesn't get? The lucky, lucky dog, dog because he's, involved, he's in involved with the accident. Well, now, just because he's 10 foot forward than that, and just happened to be ahead of the leader by a bumper getting into one, I don't know where the loop is. They they had to go back pretty far to find that loop to, to get him ahead. Uh, but, like, what what is... It's it's the same principle. The guy is turning this guy. That's in the. He's not racing him. He's he not, caused a caution he on caused purpose. Caused a caution on purpose to save himself a lap. So where's this hundred thousand dollar fine? There should be there should be some uh, you know, I don't know. But it's the the problem with Clint was it was on the radio. That was the only problem with Clint. The was, problem with Clint was not on our radio. The problem with Clint was. Brian Vickers' radio. Yeah, I'm oh, telling 100%. you, hundred percent. I'm telling uh-huh. you right now. If all you had. On Clint Boyer was, how's your arm, or is your does your arm itch? There is zero reason to find Clint Boyer to take points away from Clint Boyer and to impact that race team in any way, shape, or form. The problem with Clint Boyer was all on Brian Vickers' radio. So it burned him down, and it sucked because of all the race teams I've been on, that was a great race team. Fun people. Was that the year they? That was the year they added Jeff to the playoffs, right? Like they added. Oh, yeah. a- extra driver i've already that paid you so no yeah. that's the dumbest <laughs> brian uh francis ever well i probably ain't the dumbest <laughs> he's ever done that's the dumbest <laughs> thing he's that's, ever done that's the dumbest thing he's ever done in public that we've been <laughs> on about in public yes i'm out of notes by the way so this is it i'm done freddie's gonna stop talking the rest I, of the show i don't know that the notes have really helped you much they to be completely honest shout out to uh and I, i'm honestly i almost went and told this guy this in the airport yesterday but um steve phelps Coming around to us, look, I've been in the sport a long time. Um, the only time I ever saw the president on the roof was when he was coming up there to rip my ass. Fact. Until Steve Phelps got there. Third time this year that Steve Phelps has come around to the spotters before the race, uh, president of NASCAR, Steve Phelps, and thanked us, like touched all of us on our back, shook our hand. Uh, I'm assuming he did that to you yesterday. I did see him. Yeah, yeah. Great, great. Hey, look, we don't get a lot. Of, look, we get on the elevator with these guys sometimes, and – they don't even speak to us. The the higher ups in NASCAR, not Scott Miller. Scott Miller is the best. Maybe look, because look. of all of the that you've said on this show, they don't uh, want to talk to uh, you because then you'll bring it up uh, on the my, show. My, my point is this. We need, we. I, I will say this. I think spotters have the best relationship with NASCAR we've ever had um, from a communication standpoint. Kip is awesome. I've never personally met Brad. Have you guys met Brad? I've high and by never like I, I don't know who he is like i i would love for him to come to the roof and be like hey man i'm brad because when brad does something dumb i probably won't about it if i met him you will. and i like him you will well there's you a chance s- i would still, still will but y'all get my point about it yeah no i get your point all right at least you agreed to something <laughs> thankfully we are at the final topic because already Golden Goosey. that we can handle it much more. <laughs> Asking prices for chargers have reached 
$20 million, according to Adam Stern. I was $1 million. If you count up all the times Brett swore in this episode, we'll get to $20 million. <laughs> spot on, spot off. I mean, that's crazy. I, I, I mean, I'm almost spot off on it because this is getting ridiculous. I love it. I think it's the best thing getting ever. Getting ridiculous. That's, you don't like money? I, I mean, that, that's so, if you want to get into what the sport, What do you think the Dallas though, Cowboys are worth? I mean, right you think now they're they, worth twenty million. They should be worth anything. How much right are the now? Buffalo Bills worth? A lot more than the Cowboys. You're Not crazy. Really. You're Dallas Cowboys number one sports franchise in America, arguably the world. I realize you Liverpool soccer clowns are going to yeah, make fun they, of me. Um, soccer is ridiculous. This, this is a good thing, man. Owners have had nothing to lean on in terms of equity in our sport for a very long time. When you we just talked about Michael Walsh Racing when it went out of business, what do you think it was worth? Dimes on the dollar. Yeah, whatever yeah, it was in the shop. Sure. It was worth whatever that building was yeah. worth because anybody can buy race car parts. Anybody can hire people, right? So I, I am all for this. But I'll ask you guys this. If you're Rick Ware and you've got two charters that are worth $40 million, would you keep racing or would you sell? I would. I think that you're going to see Rick Ware. I would sell both of them right now. But I, I think you'll see him sell one. And then hopefully, I'm hoping, he invests some of that money back into an alliance with SHR with possibly Cole Custer driving. Uh, but I, I, it's weird because we hear all the Cole Custer rumors, but if he goes to one car, is he going to get rid of Cody? Like, I don't... Cody. Where? Yeah. What does Cody wear? I, I don't see him getting rid of Cody, so I don't know how that works. But, like, you would uh, hope... like Good point. Like, these guys, I'm, I love it because... I just found out that my team's charter is worth seven million dollars more than what they paid for one last year. Yeah, man, that's and good I'm for negotiating sure. a contract right now. Yeah. So, so you're doing yeah. a great job at it, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it here, I assure you. But that weren't like that this is good for all of us. Like this should raise the value of the entire sport. Uh spotters, truck drivers, whatever it is, you know, everybody should be feeling the the effects of this. Guess so, what? You won't. Uh, so obviously adam <laughs> knows this because there are multiple people trying to get a charter have you heard of who that might be is that a matt colleague it's not for another i mean one? it's not a secret it's danny it's dale it's probably matt colleague it you know i don't know i mean 20 million dale's gonna have a hard time the there's that other new team too oh that uh yeah i mean i'm I sure they're there are three either. cars week in and week out that are way off the pace the 15, four, really. The 15, the 51, and the 78. And the next car that's not way off but is off is the 77. It is very obvious that the 7 car is on a different budget than the 77 car. You agree with that? Uh, yeah, most part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, Corey, Corey's a full-time guy, so obviously it's going to Corey's get on the A plan. Yeah, it's going to get motors, more attention. And the 77 is not. With Josh Balicki, Landon Castle, splitting the schedule, whatever, whoever else drives that car. So for me, man, look, I'm all for this. I think it's a good thing. I think owners have uh, finally got a reason to stick around. We've lost a lot of owners in this sport over the years. I mean, we could go through the whole freaking name of Junior Johnsons, the Bill Davises, the Robert Yates, the Wood Brothers. They were going extinct until Ford came in and saved the day. They went from a full-time schedule for what seemed like 55, 60 years to a part-time schedule. And then Ford came in and said, hey, let us help you. Let us partner with Penske and let's get you back on the, on the right foot. Like we, we can't afford to keep losing owners and, and, and expect the sport to thrive. So 
I mean, Jeff Burton sat right between me and TJ and said, I want owners to get filthy rich on race cars. They're not going to. That's that's a that's a fictitious dream, but this is a big step in the economics business model, right? I mean, look at the truck series. How the hell can I mean look how many trucks do the truck series send home at Richmond? Five? Uh, yeah, four or five. Like that tells me that the truck series is doing something right from an ability of I can show up and afford to race. I think their motor program, TJ Bell and I were talking about this yesterday. I think their motor program is a good thing, but their purse is a joke. It's a joke. What you get paid to run 10th in a truck series will literally not pay your team's travel to get to the racetrack. I, I, I had conversations with this about Tyler Young, and he basically said, like, running one truck You'll lose your ass. is useless to you. He's like, you need to run two, probably three trucks to be sustainable in the truck series. Like, so just to that point, like, you're not going to. You, you got two people spending a lot of money in trucks. KBM which I don't know if Kyle Busch is personally spending any money. No, I, I would say not. Um, and you got Thorsport. Those those two entities are spending. Well, Gillen, David yeah. Gillen. Uh, I mean, GMS puts a bunch of money into it. Not as much as they have. But. A, lot, a lot of rumors they're getting out. A lot of rumors they're done. Why would they be done? If they were making money, would they quit the truck series? Probably not. The model's broke. NASCAR needs to pump more money into the lower series. This is what I think. Door Bubble Clear fans, we want to give you five reasons why RacingUSA.com is our favorite store for NASCAR merchandise. First, NASCAR fans have rated RacingUSA.com Google's top source for NASCAR merchandise, so you can always buy with confidence. Second, RacingUSA.com discounts every in-stock and pre-order item every day. There's no need to wait for a sale. Third, RacingUSA.com guarantees the lowest advertised diecast prices, so you don't have to shop around for a better price. Fourth, RacingUSA.com ships all in-stock orders the next business day so you can get your order faster than anyone else in the business. Fifth, RacingUSA.com has a wide selection of current season merchandise for the sport's most popular drivers. You can always find great products that aren't available anywhere else. Like the 2023 Hall of Fame diecast car autographed by the 2023 inductee Matt Kenseth. There's less than a dozen left. Fans, RacingUSA.com is Door Bumper Clear's choice for NASCAR merchandise, and we want it to be yours as well. Whenever you need new gear to show your support for your favorite driver, shop RacingUSA.com, where you're always somebody special. Yeah, this is Andrew. I am the Brett Griffin Fan Club president of the Indiana chapter. Finally, yes! Way to go, Josh! Way to go! The data tells me that Bubba still sucks. Freddie, you can't see I just want to say, I'm not drunk. My great-grandma outrun him, and she's 98. Reaction Theater rolls in three, two, one. Jason, I'm going to apologize in advance, but I finally found something faster than Xfinity X-Fi Internet. And that was me turning off that mother race today. Holy why the f*** are we racing twice at Richmond a year? There is absolutely no reason for it. We do not need two snooze fests a year. Give one of the dates back to Road America. I don't want 20 f***ing road courses on the schedule, but holy f- we don't need to be racing there twice a year. God damn. You think he's from Richmond? He has 100 bucks. Jeez, oh man. No, it's just you. I, uh, look, I don't, I don't want to see Richmond have two races anymore. 
and, and I know people probably in that area are going to get upset, but I, I think that it's a one race in the spring. And we, if, if you're in the playoffs, you might deserve two races. If you're Daytona, Charlotte, um, and I, I just – I don't – I think we've changed – And we, look, when we go somewhere once, are the stands more packed? Yes. Yeah. Michigan was slammed but Let me ask full. you a question. How about St. Louis? Pocono. Pocono. Slammed like, full. Slammed. Let me ask you this. On, on that topic, you have one race slammed full. Is that better than two races at half to three-quarter full? The, the problem is it ain't about the people in the stands. I know it's not. Because it's about the people watching on TV. But the people watching on TV get skewed when there's nobody in the stands. Oh, I've, we've been part of them conversations uh, numerous times where we're like we're in a suite or something they're going where's where's everybody at like where, the, where the, you're trying to sell sponsorship for the next season and you're like there's there's nobody here there needs to be like, competition to get to the track you like you know what i mean like make it you got to get your tickets early because there might not be a seat yeah then that boosts you know everything look at the dirty mo media experience that we do it's a, it's a, it's a small Small group, right? It's an exclusive opportunity, and it's a high demand. I think when you go to one race at a racetrack, it's a higher demand. I agree. I'm just saying from a racetrack standpoint, like, I get it. If you have one date, it's going to be sold out, slammed full. But if you have two dates and it's three-quarter full, then it's still better than TV one. pays them so much money, they don't care if anybody's exactly. in the stands. Exactly. you got two that's dates. That's problem. buddy. I mean, we we gotta have we gotta have butts in the seats, and and we we should. I mean, I thought Richmond was a good crowd yesterday. It wasn't as good as the spring, but I don't. I, know. I, I thought the race was better. I, oh God, uh, the race is always going to be better during the day there. Yeah, oh, I'm just saying. Spring was during the day too. Race was, was really? awesome. Yeah. They both during the day now. I, I just thought I the race was good, tonight. man. You had strategy. You had guys short pitting, long pitting all over the racetrack. I'm not sure. What could have made that race better? Nothing. Uh, for that for that gentleman on the call right there, like, what what else do you need to see? Gentleman. Or whatever. That's like, very nice of you. Call number one um, on, call, the, on gentleman, the list. The gentleman here. caller. Go yes. ahead, caller. <laughs> Next caller. Ladies and gentlemen, cue the spooky organ music and get out those Halloween cobwebs because old man Harv is looking like a real contender in that old Four Eyes Express. Bum. I'm not getting the Harvick Halloween reference. I might be drunk, but well, you might. I've heard some witty things, and that just wasn't one. I mean, I I agree with them. Harvick is peaking when he's supposed to peak, but yeah. if he had to grow, if he had to run through one more corner, he wasn't winning yesterday. Yeah, it don't matter though. <laughs> I mean, he he is. Strong right now, and this is what Harvick does, man. He kind of just average. He's average for a while, then he gets on these hot streaks. He's a modern day Mark Martin. Yeah, he's, he's no, a, that's Denny. He's a stud. All right, Jason. I don't want to hear your stupid take on Richmond saying that. Oh, this track is so boring. There's not a lot of crashes. Me and my white claw millennial friends can't pay attention for more than thirty minutes. You know what? The race was good. It had a lot of strategy. The groove widened out. Those guys were running all over the place, and the finish was good. So, no, Jason, save it. Dang. I like that guy. Let's go. Let's have like him on guy. the show. Yeah, I can't was, believe uh, you picked that one. 
Like I know. I, I'm, that's what I was thinking when I was listening to it. Ben, ben must have picked that yeah. one. I judge the quality races by the quality reaction theater calls. You could see guys getting loose into one. Like You could see guys catch it. Uh, at least I did anyway. I saw a few guys get loose into one. I saw my guy get loose into one every lap, I felt like. Yeah. So I there mean, was a I, big difference between the truck race and the cup race. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, like the, the truck race. I agree with you. It was a snooze fest. Well, it yeah, was, the problem scale with the, of one to ten is sucking. It was a sucking. The problem with the truck race was everybody had to stay on the same strategy because you only get whatever it was. Three Let, or let's four do this times. right now. Let's lay this out there. Oh, the God. Xfinity series and the truck series only need a halftime. They do not need three stages. They're too short. They suck. Yeah. I, I, at the same time, I like what the Cup Series has done with the stages this year because the first stage is essentially a comp caution. Yeah. It's usually like it's not bad. It's usually a fuel window. Right. Whatever the fuel window is, and then the second one forces you to have strategy. Well, yesterday stage one seventy laps. Stage two one hundred and sixty laps. Yeah. You got to pit at some Twice. point, no matter where the cautions fall. You yeah. got to pit. In stage two. So truck race, the tires worked out where you couldn't take tires before lap 70. You couldn't do it. So if there was a caution at 50, if you pitted, you're going to get run over at the ca- at stage. So there's not even a – there's no chance Somebody is going to get hired at some point in NASCAR, and they're going to bring up this in a board meeting and say, hey, there's too many stages in the lower series. We need one stage break. And it's not going to change anything other than make the racing better. It's not going to change who makes the playoffs. Do you have an interview? Me? I don't think they, I don't I don't think they would accept my resume. I don't think he's on their list. <laughs> oh, he's on their list. It's not, oh, he's on, it's not a, on that, that list. That's a different list. <laughs> Rockabye baby on the blacktop. When the green blows, the bodies will drop. This bull so boring. Can't stay awake. For the most god-awful racing. Richmond takes the cake. These people are idiots. What the? F- what is going on in the reaction here this week? Like Ow. one guy just said there was the best Richmond race ever. This guy said it's terrible. So what? A, like, it's you know what it is. You know what it is, right? It's well, there's how what, their driver did. Like that's that's no, that it's because there weren't a ton of wrecks. That's what it was. There was not I, I like there's two, there's there was two wrecks, three wrecks. Yeah, but, but they Richmond weren't, used to have right. Yeah, that's what it race was. Race wrecks. But so, these cars are harder to wreck. There's more downforce. There's a wider tire. They have more to lean on. They're harder to wreck than the cars were in 2007. I'll tell you what plays into that. We talked about it last week with Ross when Ross wrecked Christopher. You have to be aware. These uh, There's differing strategies. So if you're on the two-stop per stage strategy, you come into the pit, you're going to blow by the guys, obviously, that haven't pit yet, but you have to be careful because you don't want a caution. You know if you cause a caution – your race is ruined at that point. So there is a lot of guys that drive carefully on new tires or or however it is because they know that they can't afford to have a caution. And that's why we I think that's why you see this race have these long green runs because of the different strategies that guys know they can't afford a caution. And like Christopher Bell got lucky. He got lucky the wreck because he waved around and he, he messed up on pit road waved around and the caution came out just a couple laps into that run and it put him right back on a lead lap. He pitted. It was probably what, four or five laps in and that gave him an advantage as well. So he um, lined up heck like just in the, in the low teens. So he essentially went from being a lap down, waving around, catching the perfect caution to having tires and lining up in the low teens. It might've been the same caution. We had gotten the lucky dog at the end of the second stage and 
we restarted our like we have a number system for the restarts you know choose yeah. and we were 33rd on the racetrack we were in one lap ross dubbed uh kyle or whoever however that worked out and i restarted 13th one lap yep. later so I just got handed 20 positions because I went from the tail of the field of Lucky Dog. And maybe tires, too, yeah. depending well, on who's... I, we didn't put tires on, yeah. but... No, we in could front have. of you, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, I, I literally gained 20 spots in one caution just from moving from 33rd of the restart to 13th. Just lock. Yeah. I mean, that's how it goes, though. Hey, sometimes you got to have it. Hey, don't forget, you can also leave an audio message whenever you want. Just go to anchor.fm slash clear. You'll see the message icon. Don't forget to tell these guys how great they are or how much I they I can't suck. wait for Ask DVC. Hey, uh, maybe we should ask for some people that actually went to the race to send some tweets on how they thought it was in person. <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah. mean, uh, what, what did you yeah. think in person? Would and, you go and, back? And, I, and that's the thing about racing. It's always better in person. I don't care how great it was on TV or even how bad it was. It's I've never been to a racetrack and had a bad time. Dude, they were four and five wide sometimes yesterday. Yes. How yes. do you not? How does that not look on that first restart when Logano passed like four rows of cars on the outside? Yeah. We we're all like, oh, he's and not going to make fanning it. And out. And they go all over the track. I'm I like, it's hard to explain this, Brad, but they're running their left, their left sides on that white dot on the top line there. there. <laughs> I think your fan's broken. I think yeah. the fan's broke. What's up, Dirty Mo Media fans? This is IndyCar driver Connor Daly and comedian Joey Molinero. And we're Speed Street, Dirty Mo Media's newest podcast. We dive into the latest happenings in IndyCar, NASCAR, and F1 every week, as well as life on and off the track. Speed Street is available now on all major podcasting platforms. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Speed Street Pod. It's time for the Ask DBC yes. Auburn Pad question of the What's week. What's this guy's name? Send in your questions on Twitter each week using hashtag AskDBC and we'll answer the best ones. Freddie, you are so not, excited. You're reading this. There's no chance I'm reading this. Jason picked this one just to hear your voice. <laughs> How you said it All earlier Casey, was go way ahead. better. Let's hear it. This first one is... Yeah. Just, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> Freddie said it better. You can spell it if you want. This no, first one. Read it right now. Stop making me laugh. I'm going to cry. This first one is from at B underscore Dakar. Than C. <laughs> now, what was his name? B underscore. <laughs> Pull it together. Get, get your <laughs> together and read the guy's name. He Freddy, deserved it. He got a good Fred, question. It was Freddie I think his brother is C. Uh, this, under, this question is from at B underscore TikTok. <laughs> I still didn't hear you. I didn't hear you at all. You got to read Honestly, the name. it's not his name. It's how Freddie said it earlier. I wish we were recording. The guy's from name was at, at B underscore DeCock is what the guy's name is. 48. Oh, 48. You, I know how you said it before. It was funnier. Uh, I don't know if it was DeCock or DeCock. Is it DeCock or DeCock? Can we put any of this in this show? Jason, had you, oh, maybe it's, is it? No, it's, there's a K. I thought it was a CH. <laughs> what was his question? If you were Dale Jr., who would you put in the nine car next year? Freddie, you loved his name. Go if work. money's not involved, I'm putting, uh, well, there's, I mean, there's a handful of guys, but I mean, the guy, like if you're taking some of your truck series, it's Zane Smith. If, if not, you're my guy. If you're going to pull somebody off, Brett Moffat. Brett Moffat. 
Uh, what am I doing? I put somebody in a nine. Yes. If you were Dale Jr. If you were Dale Jr. Because the nine is now open. Kyle Busch. Because <laughs> he doesn't have a job. <laughs> it's public knowledge. And I think that Dale Jr. can afford to pay him the $15 million that he wants. Hold on a it second. Up his net worth a little bit, Hold but he on. can afford it. Even buy can me Dale Jr. Can Dale Jr. <laughs> afford to hire Kyle Busch? That's the question, TJ. Can he afford it? I mean, yeah, a but there's zero chance that he does. Is Dale Jr. a tight ass? Yes. 100 billion percent, yes. <laughs> Kyle, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. TJ, I who mean, would you put in the nine car? You know, they do a... JRM's got some leaders over there already, some, you know, some veterans with all guy or... I'd pull from the truck series probably. I, I, I maybe give. Um, if you say Haley, I'm gonna punch you in the oh face. Oh my god! I, Hosevar, I think I'm gonna knock you all that school. If you say Haley. I dude. think Hosevar's, You know, looking. How many races Hosevar won? Uh, Ever? Not, yeah. Let I me know. help you with that. None. None. Yeah, but I mean, he's got speed. He's he's riding the wave right now. He's, I got, he I got, and Cam Newton wear the same he hats. He can't bring the say, hats. I won't say which reporter I talked to yesterday, but I had a conversation with one of the garage, and somebody had texted them and said, what's this? Because Hosevar was supposed to have an announcement. There's rumors about him doing something with Trackhouse, uh, and there was rumors, obviously, about him getting in the night car last week. And so somebody texted this reporter, and they were like, what's the deal with Hosevar? And the reporter said, I'm sorry. Between the Kyle Busch news, the Cup schedule news, all this other news, I don't really care about a guy that's never won a truck race. <laughs> I, bet I, can, I bet I would know that reporter because he's done that to me before. Who? He he has. It looks like his glasses have been slapped with baloney. Is that who it was? Maybe. Yep. I got it right. Slap with baloney. So they're very. Um, who wears? Who has the dirtiest glasses in a garage? Like when you talk to him, you literally want to just take his glasses off and clean them and put them back on his face. I don't want to answer that. <laughs> and I love the guy. I, don't want to I just want to clean his glass. Have you heard he's going in the nine car next year? Do we know somebody is? Like what? This is the first year they've run four full I'm, I'm going to tell you who everybody's big on in the truck series is Zane Smith. Like everybody loves Zane Smith. And I don't know Zane Smith. I've never met him. But everybody loves. Have I met him? Oh, I did in Nashville. We were both. <laughs> Faced. He was drunker than I was. Um, I have met Zane Smith in Nashville. That does not count. Okay. I cannot speak to his character because I was under the influence. As was he. He was actually more under the influence. He than was, I was staying a day late. He but, was there. But in the garage right now, nobody speaks higher of an up and coming driver than they do of Zane Smith. Personality, work ethic, talent. He checks every box if you talk to owners right now. Um, the other guy that you hear a lot about is, is Ben Rhodes. He, he gets a lot of credit when you talk to owners about up-and-coming guys. So, um, look, it, it comes down to dollars and cents. And, and they're already biting the, the ticket on Josh Berry, which fans don't appreciate that enough. Fans should appreciate the fact that Dell Jr. and Kelly Earnhardt and Mr. Hendrick are funding Josh Berry's career. A guy who made it up through the grassroots. I mean, it's, it's been a hot minute. Kyle Larson funded um, Casey Kane funded. These, these guys didn't come from super rich families, right? Um, so, so I think fans need to appreciate because all the fans do is about, oh, Ty Gibbs, grandson, Ty Dillon, grandson. Um, appreciate the fact that Dale Jr. is funding guys like that. But Casey, I don't, I don't know the right answer, but th- those are the two guys in the truck series that I hear the most positive things about. I think do those you, are all solid choices. Do you think that the Noah's crew chief goes with him? 
Luke Lambert to GMS. Um, I know Luke Lambert. I've worked with Luke Lambert. I honestly, uh, I can say this honestly, when, when I worked with Luke Lambert at the 31 Cup car with Jeff Burton, if you had said, hey, Brett, he's going to be your crew chief the rest of your spotting career, I would have signed up. Uh, I enjoy working with him that much. There's no doubt that night. Look, JRM as a whole right now is the best team in the Xfinity Series, I think. Center out, who's making more grip than those guys? Now, Ty Gibbs, has got, he's a talent. He's also getting a ton of resources. But but as a whole, the organization, I think JRM is the best. Speed. I thought they would go to, to to be honest with you, when Dave Ellens left. Because I appreciate and respect Dave Ellens. Um, and they did not. They got better. So I think so whoever decided, Pemberton, yeah, Dave. Pemberton uh, Dale Jr., whoever decided, LW, like whoever checked the box of we're going to hire Luke Lambert, obviously it worked. Um, but Jason Burdett in that seven car, flying. Every week, at the same token, like at the same time, can if you're JRM, can you let Luke Lambert leave? Yeah, yeah, because you can't, it, you can't afford, can't him. afford him. Um, yeah, I mean, GMS is a Cup team. Obviously, he said he could afford Kyle Busch. Well, Dale could afford a lot. He of could afford him, but you said he wouldn't <laughs> spend the money on him. Two different things there. So, man, do I think Luke Lambert goes with him? I think that's a, a solid possibility. But I also think that Luke Lambert was on the table for GMS last year uh, to hire as a Cup crew chief, and they did not. And given the fact that the 42 cars had one good run and 25 weeks or whatever we've run, I, I think you definitely got to if, – if you're GMS, you got to upgrade everything because if you keep everything the same and put a new driver in, what is your expectation? Your expectation would be that your driver is so much better that he's going to take that car and make it go from 28th to 15th. I don't think that's realistic. What happened to the 43? If I, if I was Stuart Haas' right. president, and I don't know who the president over there is. I know Brett Frude left. I would, I would replace Cole Custer's crew chief tomorrow. And I like Mike Shiplett. I'm not saying I would get rid of him and get him out of, out of my organization, but I would replace him tomorrow because that 41 car can't stay on a lead lap to save his life. He was three laps down yesterday. Didn't they do that? I they did they, have a power steering issue, but nonetheless. I thought they did. Didn't, didn't Booger go over there for a couple Booger of Booger was in so? the middle of the setups, but that's not the answer. Like, I would full-blown, you got 12 weeks left, give this kid an opportunity to not suck because he's bad right now. And Cole Custer is not that bad of a race car driver. All right, let's move on to the next one from at Biddy9595. Fox didn't show the running order below P20 during the truck race at all during the first two stages. What does that do to sponsorship or does it affect it at all? Brett, I'll ask you first. It sucks. You know what I mean? Like if you're the driver that's not in the top 20, if you're the sponsor of that truck, it's not top 20. It sucks. Um, what does it do to sponsorship? It can affect it. You know, it 100% can affect it because you're not getting that brand on television. And, and, and there's a lot of things that I used to appreciate about the 80s when I'd watch races in the 90s. Um, and it's they would do the full field rundown. And they would literally go through and talk about each driver, where they're running, what they're dealing with. And that put a little bit of pressure on the PR people because the PR people had to tell the pit reporter what was going on. Pit reporter had to tell the booth. And there was a lot of communication. But if Fox truly only showed the top 20, shame on them. Because that sucks. Because there's a solid chance your favorite driver and or sponsor um, was outside of the top 20. Because I'm going to tell you something. That was a competitive truck field at Richmond. The truck field is deep now. Like It's it's pretty deep right now. It, it, it was as solid as I've seen it. Like, you look at the names, I'm like, damn, there's a lot of really good truck drivers out here. Is there – but my question to you is, from your side of things, there's no sponsor value – to seeing 
your driver's name on a pylon, is it? No. Like there's no there's no value in the sponsor for so that. So they do when you do a report, right? There's there's multiple companies in the sport that give you analytics on the broadcast. And no matter if it's uh, Joyce Julius, if it's Repucom, um, I can't Nielsen ratings, they're amazing, right? They give you this breakdown. When you have a Kyle Bush or a Ross Chastain or a Justin Haley, your your name is now worth something. There is brand equity in that name. So when they say driver mention at that level, they value it. At the truck series level, I don't know a lot of those guys. I mean, like they announced that Chris Wright is coming to drive for TJ. No. At TJ no. at TJ Motorsports. <laughs> yeah. I signed uh, him up. Um I don't know who Chris Wright is. If he walked in the door right now, I wouldn't know who he is. So when they put say they say his name during a race, there's not a lot of value behind that in truck series. I was very confused about something this week. And maybe you could touch on it. You're probably not allowed to talk about it. But <laughs> next subject. Like Brandon Brown put out a tweet that did, said, I did, don't did, own this car. I don't own Brandon Built Motorsports. That puzzled me too. Well, who the hell owns Brandon Built Motorsports if it's not Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What an idiot. Why didn't he own his own name? I think um, Again. I think his parents are, I think his dad owns it, but it, they just well, decided I mean, the name of that. I, but that'd I be get, my guess. I, I don't know, know the I answer know. to that. It's just like Change the it's name. It's your race team. Like Yeah. yeah. I mean it was built for He's like, you. I don't own it. I'm just a driver. It's like yeah. uh well. He is a he is a contracted driver. Oh, it, I though. get it. But I mean you're it's your team. Like it's your race team. Who wins this week's Offer Pack Question of the Week? <laughs> DeCock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, DeCock I'm really sorry. If that guy sends in a question every week, he'll win. Right. Be DeCock. Be DeCock 48. Where do you think 48 comes in? I'm not making fun of your name. It was the conversation Freddie and I had right before this. I swear. I promise. I'm so sorry. Great HR is here. Oh, <laughs> here comes HR. Comes we said DeCock to, too many Congrats. times on the podcast today. Congrats on becoming this week's Offer Pack Question of the Week. Don't forget to use hashtag AskDBC when submitting a question. It is time to, for us to get to our favorite Xfinity XFi more than fast moments from this week. Whether you're behind the wheel or online, speed isn't the only thing you need. So tell us what were your more, more than fast moments this week, Freddie. Uh, Christopher Bell at the end of the race for me. I mean, you talk about fast. Literally, if the race was one more set of corners, he would have won. He was hauling ass at the end of that race. And I don't even know, what was it? Maybe a 8 to 10 lap difference in tires, but he was on a mission at the end of that race. Right. I got to give it to Christopher Busher. Uh, he's not a guy. Christopher Busher. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> That's what Del Jr. Listen, NASCAR Jesus calls him Christopher Busher, so that's his name. Not debatable. I, I So I took a picture of him last night at a plane, and I texted LG. Christopher Busher? Yeah. I said, hey, Christopher says, hey. <laughs> oh, look at Christopher. Oh, you Christopher Busher. I said, Christopher, so Christopher says, Does, hey. Does Christopher use sun in on his hair? He's got that Looks sun like Monez. orange hair No, color. I don't think so. Um, Christopher Busher for running P3. Christopher Busher, I think Chris Busher honestly had a chance to get the lead. Had Ricky Stenhouse not raced him as bad as he did. I got to be honest. I, I thought Ricky Stenhouse. I thought it was Ricky bad. Stenhouse. Ricky Stenhouse held him up. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be 100 percent transparent and tell you that we raced him too. And I seen people tweeting me about this. Like 
They're like, well, well, you got in the 17th way. And we didn't. Like, the, the four got around us, drove to us, got by us, drove by us. The 20, when he got to us, he drove by us. The 17 got to us, and he stayed two back. He couldn't really get there to go around us. But you know what? We we It's our job in that situation to make his life a little bit difficult. Do you know why? Because he doesn't have a win. And if we're in, we're trying to make the playoffs, you don't know who's going to win wild card at Watkins Glen next week. You don't know who's going to win Daytona two weeks from now. You don't want new winners. If you're out of the playoffs right now, you don't have a win. You don't want to see so you're new saying winners. Christopher Busher needs to race the dog food out of you from now on, so you don't get it. So you don't playoffs. If I was him, I would. You know, like we, but we you were on the lead we lap, weren't you? Uh, we were. We had. We were. So not Harvard, we had just got passed by no, Harvard, but, but the, we were on lead lap. To the that forty-seven point. was and, already a lap. Oh, he down. was. Yeah, he was down. So there's a big difference yeah. right oh, there. Yeah. In my opinion. And the ninety-nine did the same thing. Ninety-nine was on the same lap as the forty-seven, but and he I, was in the way. I for, agree that you're racing. If the caution comes out, it saves your race was, by a ton. And we were like, it was. Listen, we were racing our race. The the five was right behind the seventeen. That's who we're racing for the lucky dog after Harvick got us. But in the back of our minds, you're thinking that you can't, you you can't have the 17 win a race. Like the 17 wins a race only hurts your season. So unfortunately, like we, if if he would have if he would have got to us and and got underneath us or outside of us, we would let him go. You, yeah. But sure. like he couldn't get there. Like the the Ford got there past us. The 20 got there past us. And people were like, oh, Bubba I don't think you can, And I was like, wow, we didn't. I, I don't think you let him go like that point because if the caution comes out, you, the front row, some of them guys might chance it to stay out. Those are easy spots. You're pitting no matter what. Like if you get if the caution comes out and he's right behind you, the last car in the lead lap. Yeah. What are you running? Like 14th? Yeah, to 13th. Okay, you're 13th. You're pitting from 13th. Get a couple spots on pit road. You're choosing 11th. Few three four stay out. Yeah, dude, you get you got a you got a solid chance at around a top five finish because you raced right there. Yeah. But in, as far as the forty seven, it doesn't change much no. in his position there at all. There was really no point in him. He was just being that in the way. Uh, Who's yeah, Ricky like, Stenhouse's manager? Who's his management company? Kevin Arvick. I think. Oh. Who's, Who's his realtor? <laughs> That's what I <laughs> He's selling a house for like fourteen million. Fifteen, I think. Damn. She's looked into it. He can I afford have, to hire Kyle Bush. He amazing. can sell his house and hire Kyle Bush. <laughs> Honestly, my argument to Chad was it's right ne- it's right by Millbridge. So you already live there as it is. Yeah. There's enough land out so there. So now it's a $15 million dollar house in the middle of nowhere. That makes it even less attractive. Anyway, I, I look, look, Chris Busher, I know TJ's sitting here. I don't want to talk about him with him sitting as close to me. He might swing at me, but Chris Busher is faster than Brad Keselowski every week. I think he deserves the Xfinity X5 more than the fast moment. He was going to be my pick, so you stole my He's hand. also in a contract year next year, as are a lot of guys. Tyler Reddick was one of them. Obviously, he's not. Um, next year is going to be free agency. You're talking about going into 24. Silly season yeah. heaven. Yes. Yeah. 2023, he's locked up. After that, he's under contract. But he is a – look, if you're a race fan, you don't know Chris Buescher. He's a blue-collar, hardworking guy. Like, he's one of the guys. Oh, yeah. He's probably – one of very few guys that can tear his race car up on Sunday and go in there Monday morning and actually fix it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hard work and I've gotten to know him a lot and uh, I got a lot of respect for him and he's done a, he's done a really good job. I mean, since Brett took uh Christopher Busher, um, I, I don't know if I like this, uh, you know, time of Jesse's Jack man getting run over, but still finishing <laughs> the stop. He just got he, I he, mean, that's dedication. How about Daniel Suarez running over his guy? I didn't see that. Ooh. Was it big? Punted him. Hmm. Um, you know, I as much as he as he drives 
like a weapon. Um, I got to give it to Ty Dillon for, um, you know, he was fast. He did a really good job yeah, he yesterday. He was fast on pit road too. Yes, he was. <laughs> so, but he drove a really good race and, um, you know, he, Ty Dillon will get my Xfinity more than fast moment. Ty Dillon's a really nice guy. Yeah, absolutely. Re- really, really, really nice guy. Here on Door Bumper Clear, being more than fast is a way of life. Thankfully, there's plenty of weekly action for our Xfinity X5 more than fast moment. You know what else is more than fast? Xfinity X5. With the speed for all your devices, you also get the reliability and security that keeps your crew connected and protected. With Xfinity X5, you can do more of what you love with a faster internet and a powerful and secure connection. Follow at Xfinity Racing on Twitter for even more Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. And Casey, don't forget to vote for your favorites. You got it. Thank you to Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. What an idiot. Time for what an idiot. Brett, who you got? (laughs) I had such a pleasant week. I don't even know if I have a what an idiot this week. Do I? Are there any good nominees, Freddie? I think you should go because you surely in your notes, you've got some good ones. I've got a really good story from last week. And my our friend Russell Long will appreciate this one. Uh, we go to dinner. Uh, Russell was in town. He's from Myrtle Beach, one of Brett's good friends. Uh, and we go to Epic's stop, oh, Chop House. Oh, wow. It was. To Myrtle Beach, Epic's high dollar to him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Golden so, Corral, Ep- Epic Steakhouse. So the waiter... <laughs> We're, like they're asking the waiter what they should get. And he said, I'm telling you right now, the bone-in ribeye is the best steak I've ever had in my life or something so he like said, that. Best steak ever. And I was like, wow, that's good. So then he leaves, and Brett looks at the menu and says, oh, I mean, that bone-in ribeye sounds good, but damn, it's 22 ounces. He it's a lot. said, it's a lot. He's like, I don't think I need a 22-ounce steak. That is so a lot. right next to the 22-ounce ribeye is a 48 ounce tomahawk Tomahawk, yeah and brett goes you know what we need to do and him and russell are having this conversation i know what brett meant but he looks at russell goes we need to just split that tomahawk and i'm going well 22 was too much but if you split the tomahawk that's 24 (laughs) i don't think this is making any sense to anybody myself right into it (laughs) so the yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Just get your own steak. Brett, man, 22 ounces. Brett wanted to share it like 17 ways. My what an idiot Did this week. Did you get the tomahawk? No, they got my, I got lobster tail. My what an idiot this week is Noah Gregson. Gregson. Greg. Oh, gosh. Gregson. Gregson. Yeah, Bob Pockers, right. I said Gregson. I text this guy, and I said, hey, come on a podcast. You just announced your big cup news. Come on a podcast. Crickets. I text him again. Hey, if you don't reply to me, I'm going to – Tweet out the fact that you're not texting me back. So I finally saw him in yesterday in the cup garage. And I'm like, hey, come on a podcast tomorrow. He's like, I can't. I'll get in trouble. Well, I don't know if he knows this or not, but he stays in trouble. <laughs> like he doesn't, him coming on this podcast would have zero impacts of him actually getting in trouble. So if you're listening, tweet Noah Gregson because he looks at Twitter religiously. Like he was showing me all these tweets on the airplane last night and tell him to come on the podcast because he's my what an idiot for it, just complete chicken <laughs> not even texting me back. He, he was he was, wrecked the field of road America. Night. You can come on a podcast. How much worse can yeah. you get? <laughs> Can't work yeah. any worse than that. Yeah. yeah. He was there for a little while last night. He he yeah. finally we, we dragged his ass out for a little while. Finally. I've been telling him to go to Big Al's for six months and he came in there for a ten drink. minutes. Went home. He's had a workout at seven o'clock this morning. So Me shout too. out. Freddie, yeah, Freddie, that's why he's upset. That's early. what happened. Yeah, I get up this mm-hmm. early. TJ. 
Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get just my way. Go, I mean, don't, just go for it. I mean, God. Uh, Send it right There's here. a lot of stuff going on in the sprint car world. Oh, so. God. Let's not go there. <laughs> We're not going there. Please go there. Please go there. Let's no. go there. <laughs> Please go there. What's the Twitter account that you need to follow? Nobody. Johnny? Please go there. Wait, wait. <laughs> nope. Just say it. I'm not saying Those are my friends. <laughs> I don't know any of them. I don't care what you say right here. Um, man, I like there's some, you know, I, I'm just going to get to the 47 for holding Christopher Busher up and, and the end of the race being a lap down. <laughs> and um, you just got to know, you know, I know he doesn't give a damn, obviously, but like clearly. Yeah, I don't know. There's just a right time for it. You know, we want. I wanted to stand the lead lap right there too. I wanted to race the heck out of the four, but when the four got positioned on us, he we ran the second lane, made him earn it on the bottom. When he got us, he got us. That's all you do. You know what I mean? Like, and you let him race from there on. Like Freddie, you know, if he if the if he would have got position on you, okay, go. You know, you're not going to stop and wait for the guy. Like, if if I'm Brad Keselowski and I'm TJ Majors, because TJ has a lot of say in what goes on it. He's basically the general manager. You, you have you right. easily. <laughs> I heard Shoot. Steve Newmark has to call you and ask for permission to make decisions. Yeah, so it's like basically something you like if, that. If I am you and Jeremy, if, if Jeremy, I'm Steve Newmark, I just I listen to Herm. I just take Herm's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> who runs the competition side over there now? Is it Kevin Kidd or who is it? No, don't stay out of that. You don't. You just, know who the competition I, guy listen. is. Just go to the next. Is it step. Robbie Reiser? Is he still there? No, no, he's been out of there for years. That's my point. Who's running the competition side? Uh, Robbie. <laughs> if I'm running the competition, who runs the competition side? Do you know? I would say Kevin Kidd. Kevin Kidd. Ain't Kevin, Kevin Kidd. Kevin Kidd. Ain't if the I, if guy I had no to guess. is Kevin Kidd the guy or not? No. Well, Jeremy's. No. Jeremy, said no. What's Jeremy do? Jeremy's like uh, the charge everything. Manager. Yeah. So is he the guy? Um, I think there's like two or three. Okay. Look, there's, there's one problem. You got too many Chiefs and not enough Indians. All right. So I would say. That if I'm Brad Keselowski, I will go hire Brian Patty tomorrow. I bet he go, I bet he runs seven spots better right off the truck. Who's your crew chief? Oh, McCall, right? I Jason, like, tell I, TJ he can talk. He's scared to talk. TJ, I'm not you talking. May, He's deleting messages. <laughs> I'm not talking. Oh, <laughs> remind me to tell you a story about deleting messages. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good. Not on the podcast. <laughs> Who's your one an idiot? I he said Stenhouse. Yeah. Oh, Stenhouse. Yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's hard not to go with that one. Somebody's yeah. got to give it to him. Yeah. Let's move on to DBC picks. Well, Jason, you won with who was supposed to be my pick. Cheater. At Richmond with Kevin Harvick. I don't cheat. I just win. You took a win away from Freddie. So, so it's so seven, you six, six. Brett six, and Jason are tied <laughs> for the lead with seven. Freddie in second with five. TJ in third with four. And then I'm in last with two. I feel like Jason has like an algorithm or something. He he's does. Using here. Let's make it's picks just called for Watkins Glen. Brett, you are. Do up you first. and Ben sit around at night on Sunday nights to figure out who you're going to pick? No. Are you lying? He's already done it. He's got a I spreadsheet. I'm just probably. good at this game. <laughs> Unlike, I mean, I'm I'm impressed by you. Thank you. Jesus, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't wait to win the NFL. Who picks first? Freddie's NFL game this year. Uh, you. Damn. Uh. Should I pick Keselowski or Michael McDowell, Jason? It don't matter. You're losing. Keselowski. You think so? TJ, how are you going to run this weekend? We got good road course stuff. Do you? Where'd yeah. you where's the last road course? Where'd, where'd you finish? Uh, you don't want to go by that one. <laughs> okay, where'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you don't comforting. That one. Man, I can, we had a lot of speed. Oh, yeah? Our cars are fast, yeah. Okay, and what remember about the road where, course before that one? Uh, road America. What did we run? 
I think we were fairly competitive there and we were good at, um, uh, we've had speed at road course is probably our strength. Okay. Keselowski. It's actually Keselowski. Yeah. Keselowski. I said his name wrong. Why, why do some people say Keselowski? Why do some people say Mac B? Keselowski's my guy. Ride or die. They say Keselowski because there's an E between yeah. the S and the L. But but it's not a Z either. Kez. 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 Keselowski. We got a lot of differences in. <laughs> I can't even talk. The English I can't language. speak English today. So uh, AJ's running? No. Nah, he don't run road courses. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to check on that. Take because, right? Daniel Hemrick take there this week. Just we, take remember, remember when Chris Rice came on, he was like, oh, yeah, Austin's running that. No, yeah. no, he wasn't running that race. Josh Balicki's in the uh, 16 this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can pick Kimi Reichman this weekend if you uh, want. Oh, you can. Oh. And, and there's yeah. a solid chance that he won't finish the race. That That's very Is true. Is that the guy running this week? Yeah, in the 77 uh, orders. Rockefeller. I will John take... D. I'll take AJ. Solid. And if he don't run, I'll take Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I if Keselowski can't outrun Todd Gilliland, I might not ever make another pick. I don't have a lot left to pick. I can't. Same. I mean, Jason, Bubba's not going to get the Casey, you course, literally man. have one driver to pick from. You do realize that. Well, let's see how it goes. Hold on. If you this up, Casey, you're fired. I could literally list all the times I was screwed out of a win. So uh, don't go this list. Really she count. still got Harvick. I will. Was it six? I'll <laughs> go with Harvick. Thank God. That was your only pick. That was the only chance you had. Am I next? Chase Elliott. I thought you already picked him. I told you last week I was picking him. Oh, that's where I've heard that name before. Tyler Reddick. Good pick. He's. Damn, you, Morris Reddick. You just made me mad right there. You might actually win. I know I'm going to win this week. Who are we going to pick for Daytona? No, we're not doing Stay that. Stay tuned yet. next week. Oh, we got yeah. I mean, Daytona's going to be big. Daytona's going to be best race of the year. It's going to be best race of the year. But we're off to Watkins Glen first. I hit myself. In hey, the if face. you've never been to the Watkins Glen State Park. I, I was telling people on my race team, um, it's arguably one of the best kept secrets on the NASCAR tour. So Are your allergies active? I don't know. I'm dying. You need some Benadryl? <laughs> you need some. I mean, you better not be sick. Have you ever been to State Park, sick. TJ? No, I haven't, but I, I've never been there. You got to go. I'm it telling is you, awesome. you're getting old. You can't do this much longer. I almost died in Watkins Glen, but that State Park is worth it. It is a 10 out of 10 beautiful. Content have you been? Is, yeah, I love that place. Yeah, have I'm you jealous, been, Freddie? I'm not going to go there. So the two idiots from New York have never been to the New York Watkins Glen I'm State not Park. Fr- that's not New York. It, it is New York. That no, is actually. Not. It actually no, says that's actually the real New York. That's not New York. Yeah. What is New York? That's that's a different part of the world up there. Where, I mean, it's no, the no. where the normal people in the state of exactly. New York live. Exactly. They don't even the, they won't even put the football teams in in the in New Jersey. You know how do you how do you have a football team in New Jersey and call them the New York something? Because they want to well, be. You New see York. New York from the stadium. <laughs> that's, that's my what an idiot. Yeah, they, guess people who? in New Jersey hey, naming their team the New York. We've so talked about they're in the wrong state, you moron. I forgot uh-huh. to give Doug what idiot. Remember, I was supposed to give Doug what idiot. Yeah, well, you, but I don't remember. You what wrote for. you wrote something about an airport. So Doug was Doug has like a goal every week. Doug Campbell spots for uh, who's who's he spots? Cedric. Cedric. Daytona five hundred uh, winner. Daytona five hundred winner. And he has a goal every week of how many miles he has to run, and he was one mile short yesterday. So when they got to the airport after the race, he made him and Tyler Green ran a mile around the airport, and that means an idiot. Did you join him? No. 
I, I listen, I'll bull side. If you're going to Watkins Glen, go to State Park. Yeah, it's amazing. And send pictures. Okay. Um, and, and, and before we got to the Indianapolis road course, I truly have always believed the hardest corner in NASCAR was turn one at Watkins Glen. Downhill braking, a lot of wheel hop. We see a lot of wrecks there. Like it's it's truly hard to do. And restarts are nuts. Now they've such since then invented turn one at road course at, at Indianapolis, which is idiotic. But like Watkins Glen, it it, it is not a technical road course. It's fast. Bubba put turn Very one. Fast. Bubba put turn one in the middle of the front stretch the one year. Do you remember that when yeah. he just turned? <laughs> yeah, he wrecked Kyle Busch. That place I, uh, went nuts. Somebody tweeted me asking where they can meet you guys. Where will you be spotting this I'm going to go front stretch, front stretch but <laughs> yeah. uh, there's only one elevator. <laughs> I am going to go, I think Friday night, I'm going to go watch the all-star circuit of champion race at Outlaw Speedway, which is right by the racetrack. It's like 15 minutes away. What's that? Outlaw? ASCS? I, I, I didn't know. I, I think it's the place they used to go to run them. Like, uh, remember they used to have like the celebrity races, like McDowell used to go all the time. Yeah, that was uh, an asphalt track, though. No, it was dirt. Yeah, they ran dirt cars. Trust me. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go there probably Friday night. Wyndham and, and Tyler are racing. Who's Tyler? Courtney. Oh. <laughs> Seems like I heard his name recently. <laughs> what was that about? He was running good at the Knoxville Nationals. Knoxville Nationals. I heard he had a hell of a finish. <laughs> he was running really good. <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to the winningest team owner this weekend, Tony Stewart, winning Knoxville Nationals and the Cup Race. Wow. So that was pretty impressive. Donnie and Shots has won 11. 11. That's ridiculous, man. 11. I feel like he's been racing my whole life. <laughs> How old is this guy? He was in the damn game. The The... The World of Outlaws video game on like PlayStation One or Two, he's in there. Like he was on Atari. <laughs> I think. Yeah, Atari. Well, pretty I, impressive, pretty solid weekend for Tony. I would. He's say. been the man in World of Outlaws for a long time, really long time. Uh, I love World of Outlaws. One of my favorite series to watch. Me too. All right, we well, appreciate you guys listening. Watkins Glen, Watkins Glen's gonna be nuts, man. Uh, lot, lot online for a lot of people. Yeah. It's going to be good. I'm excited about it. I mean, Truex is getting in to put up a shut-up stage of the playoff conversation. He kind of let us down yesterday. I didn't, well, big time. I didn't really. Never saw him up there never saw contending. Him. It's Dundee Speedway. Dundee? Yeah, pretty sure that's what it used to be. Okay. It's called Outlaw now. Like, All right. I'm well, going to go with you to Dundee. I, okay. I might, for real. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I mean, if it's. <laughs> If it's 15 okay. minutes from the track, I might go. That's close. Yeah, it's, close somebody, it's close to the race. I mean, I may be staying in Pennsylvania, <laughs> but I might go with you to the race. I might need a room with you. Okay. Just like I'll see you at Millbridge this week. Okay. I go to Millbridge. He's been to Millbridge before. I go to Millbridge yes. a lot. Um, well, Sheila really loves Millbridge. Big so fan. So my sister <laughs> is the biggest clean freak in America. And she oh, goes out no. there and, and she's like, do you think I should take my wheelchair or my scooter? And I'm like, hell, I don't know. Take whatever you want to take. Well, I don't want to take my wheelchair. I'll get it dirty. She takes her scooter. This damn thing, Jason, is covered in mud. The whole day. I'm talking about covered. The whole night we were there. She's like, look at all. She she did not see one race because she was looking at the wheels of her scooter going, look at all the dirt on my scooter. Dude, she gets that air compressor out. Allison McKinney took her over to somebody's truck, and we were spraying. <laughs> Dude, she's cleaned her scooter for a week. She'll never go back to Millbridge. Not a chance. No chance. Oh, well. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. I'm really sorry about this show. I, I have no words. Uh, have a great week. See you soon. We out. Holla. Can I say goodbye, Jason? Yeah. Or is... All right.
Bye. Word. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.